So we stay on the subject of a common currency for today's GeoQuiz. We're looking today for a vast area that used a common currency once, about 2,000 years ago, give or take a few. Okay, it wasn't just any area, it was an entire empire, and it didn't exactly invite new members but conquered and annexed them. This single currency area was headquartered in one of the greatest cities of ancient times. Its seven hills straddled the Tiber River. The emperor there ruled with absolute power, but he did let far-flung provinces have some autonomy. If they had their own currencies, when he took them over, he they could keep using them, he said, along with the empire's single currency. You think maybe Greece would like that option right about now? Well, can you name this capital which oversaw the ancient equivalent of the Eurozone? We'll be back with the answer a little bit later in the program. I'm Marco Werman. Thank you for listening to Public Radio International. Free podcasts are made possible with support from individuals like you. Please visit PRI.org and make a gift today to invest in better media. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. For our GeoQuiz today, we're looking for the capital of a very large region that used to have its own single currency. That was way, way, way before the euro. The answer is Rome, the heart of the Roman Empire, which had a single currency for 400 years. Now, the eurozone has only been around for about 13 years, and it's already got enormous problems. Gilles Bronsborg is an economist, a former banker, and a historian. He is now a research associate with New York University's Institute for the Study of the Ancient World. So, Gilles, the Roman Empire was huge, from Scotland to roughly the Nile around Sudan and Egypt. What did the Roman Empire get right? Basically, the Roman authorities very early understood they would not be able to manage such a large empire at a time where it could take up to six months on horseback to cross it, they would not be able to manage it if they had a centralized form of government. So essentially, they decided to leave as much as possible to the local authorities. Anything that could be locally handled would be locally handled. Meaning what was coming from Rome was gold, silver, and bronze. Those were the denominations that had been circulated around the empire, correct? Yes, I mean, in the ancient world, there was no paper money, there was no credit card, no electronic money. So people needed something with real value as a form of money. So you had an imperial currency, which was made of these three metals with different denominations. Essentially, Rome, when it expanded into a world empire, met very sophisticated cities, nations, kingdoms that pre-existed the Roman Empire. And most of the time, the decision was to let these local nations to handle their own local currency. So they coexisted with a single currency that was coming from the Roman Empire, from Rome. That's correct. What's the point of having local currencies along with the, with the major currencies of gold and silver and bronze? If you want to compare European Union and, and Rome, if the euro had been devised not as a monopolistic currency, right now in Europe, the euro is the only currency which is legal tender. In the Roman Empire, the local currencies were local 
legal tenders. So they could be locally accepted. So if you look at the consequences of, let's say, Greece joining the euro and suddenly having very low interest rate and an incentive to borrow way over what it should have been borrowing, with the local currencies, this would not have happened because the interest rate would have stayed higher. And as such, with higher interest rates, the incentive to borrow and create money and get into a bubble situation would not have existed. Do you think then that there are aspects of the way the Roman Empire ran its single currency that may have made or may make sense for the euro and the eurozone right now? I just hope it's not too late. As you know, the decision to implement a monetary union was taken in the early 1990s. At that time, I think we had the possibility, and I know it was discussed, to have the EQ, ECU, which was used to be the European Currency Unit, have the EQ as a common currency, but not as a single currency. So we could have let local currencies live alongside the EQ, where the EQ would have been sort of, you know, reserved for the large transaction, the large cross-border transaction, and the local currency would have been locally used. 20 years later, I'm not sure it's that easy to implement again. The Roman Empire, it's interesting you find that there's still lessons that could be learned from them. Most of the topics we talk about today, ancient Greeks and Romans had the same issues. In some way, ancient worlds are much more modern than we think, and maybe we are not as modern as we think. (laughs) Gilles Bronsberg is a research associate with NYU's Institute for the Study of the Ancient World. He also does historical research for the American Numismatic Society. Nice to talk with you. Thank you.